What it do, what it do, what it do. This is Crossover FedEx coming at you. Yes, it's end of the summertime and this episode will drop in August, in August. What a great, great month uh, this is. August, August, August the 15th. I will be 48 years old. Yes, or 48 years young. I feel absolutely fabulous and um, want to thank you guys all out there in Crossover World for the great shout outs and um, for the birthday shout outs. But yes, that month is here. It's here. Uh, just want to do a couple housekeeping rules up front like I normally do. Please continue to promote and to support Crossover FedEx podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We appreciate all of the people that's out there in crossover land. Continue to share, continue to uh, pass this on to other family members and people that you know that can use this word. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's jump into this particular episode. And, to, and today's episode is very simple. It's, a, it's just one word, commitment. Yes, commitment, commitment. Very powerful, very, very powerful word. And we're going to jump right on in and, and this and where I got the commitment from for this particular time is at the end of July, back in 1993, I made a huge commitment in the span of probably only I had to make the decision within a few few days or maybe even a, uh, I'll break that down. I made that decision in one day. And that commitment was to enter the United States Marine Corps. And I'm going to give you a little bit of background of what happened. Uh, I always felt like I would be going into some type of professional sports. I thought I would be playing football. That was my dream. I probably should have stuck with baseball. I was a better baseball player. I was really gifted in that that area with speed, hands, um, and uh, a nice arm. Should have probably stuck with that, but I always thought that that would be my route to success. Um, but uh, as the the years went on, in my last year in high school, in the in the great city of Wollaston, Florida, um, in 1993, I went through quite quite a bit of changes. Uh, my father passed away in in February of that particular year, which was pretty devastating to me. Um, really, really devastating. I had an opportunity to go up to a small college up in West Virginia uh, who had recruited me to play running back. And um, that didn't it didn't pan out, Uh, didn't have the support that I needed to to make that trip. And I understand uh, why uh, my parents and my grandparents and and my family didn't support that at that time. I was I was not as mature as I needed to be, and definitely not as committed as I needed to be. I was committed to sports, but the other things I I was not as committed to. Um, but uh, I didn't get that opportunity, and it really devastated me during that time. Um, I also, uh, a few months before that, I had dedicated my life to giving my life to God um, at. Teens on the Move in, in Williston at a little little gym in the middle school uh, with Mr. Danny Floyd. And a lot of things were coming at me at that particular time. And I had to literally go to summer school and literally pick up a half a credit. And so for all of the young men out there that's, that's listening, my mom told me 
in the ninth grade. I was goofing off and she told me I was supposed to go to summer school and pick up that half a credit and I didn't. And she said, son, she said, you reap what you sow. And she said, you, you're going you're gonna to pay for not getting that half a credit. It's going to come back to bite you. And I said, oh, Mom, I got three more years um, to get that credit. And I just kept pushing it off. Um, I'll give you a, some more background about me. Uh, I was retained a few times in, we call it reclassification um, here and now. And I guess that's a better word for it. Um, but I literally, when I got into high school, uh, I really, really started to excel. I, I literally um, graduated from high school in three years. I went to night school, did some other things to to catch up um, on my grades. And um, uh, actually, that half a credit that my mom was telling me about literally came back to bite me. So at my last year, uh, like I said, I graduated high school in three years. And that last year, I did everything I could and they told me, Timothy, you still need a half a credit. So what I had to do is I literally went to summer school. Back in those days, we did what was called a work program. So I went and worked at a actual company in Wollaston called, I think it was, it's the boat place where we were building fiberglass boats and railing for um, vans. And I worked there for six weeks. And in return for that work st study, I would get um, a half a credit. And so I did that. And during the summer, after I finished that six weeks, um, during those six weeks, I was really kind of moving into a direction that I really didn't want to go into. I was drinking um, during the summer times. I had basically had graduated, was hanging out under the tree, hanging out with the boys, you know, basically just doing what I wanted to do, working, making some money. And I literally at that time was up underneath the tree at in my little small town in Central Florida, Williston. We still have the tree today, but the tree has moved. The tree used to be in uh, closer to the railroad tracks where where I'm from. Um, but we used to hang on under, under the, the tree and I was under the tree and literally got a vision um, in my mind while I was sitting there that my life had literally flashed before me. And I saw the rest of my life if I didn't make a commitment to change, uh, literally. And I thank God for that vision. I mean, it went, it was like um, sometimes you watch these movies and you see someone who is about to die and their life like flashes before them. And it was, it was literally like that. I was sitting in the back of my cousin's car, Russell, Frazier, give a shout out to my big cousin, Russell. Love you, man. And um, sitting in the back of his car and we was drinking some, I think this is what we drunk in Williston. We drunk some old natural light. <laughs> and we were drinking some natural light. And literally I had a vision. And that vision flashed my life before me if I didn't make a change or if I didn't make a commitment. I saw that vision. The next day was the completion of my six weeks and I was was going to Gainesville literally I, the next day I was going to go pick up my diploma I just needed to go to the work study place get the paperwork filled out and then take it to the high school to um, get my diploma 
So I did that. I went to the job, got my stuff signed. It was early in the morning, and I went to the high school and got my diploma. In the meantime, to put some, give you some more backdrop on the actual story, I had been flirting with the Marine Corps um, off and on. I really didn't want to go in, into the military, but if I was going to go into the military, the Marine Corps would it, it would have been my 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 choice of or the branch I would have chosen. I always felt like the Marines were the best. I love the uniforms. I love the commitment. I love everything that it stood for. And um, I had already finished my ASVAB. I was already qualified. I was already in a delayed entry program, but I wasn't supposed to leave until later that year if I was going to leave at all. Like I said, I was really just kind of flirting with it. I had it in the background, but I really wasn't thinking that hard on really going into the core. But when I went and got my diploma and I had that vision and that flash of my life, if I didn't make a commitment bef come before my, my eyes, I had to make a change. And it was really God saying, if you don't make this change, this is what's going to happen. And it wasn't a good vision. It really wasn't. It was, it was a horrible vision. And so when I went and picked up the diploma, I made the decision to go over to the Marine Corps that same day to the branch in, in Gainesville, to the recruiter's office. And I went over and I spoke to my recruiter and I told him, I said, hey, I got to get out of Williston. And he, I, and he saw the, the urgency in my eyes. I said, yes, I got to get out of here immediately. And he said, well, how fast are you talking? I said, as fast as possible. Um, I got to get out. If, if I don't get out as fast as possible, I'm going to get in some type of trouble. I've seen a vision and it's, it's, it's not going to be good. And as he was asking me these questions, back in those days, we had the old fax machines that you can hear them. They were really loud. So the fax, I can hear the fax machine going off and we're, we're talking and he walks over to the fax machine and pulls the fax off the fax machine and says, how soon did you want to leave? And I said, as soon as possible. He said, this fax says I need four radio operators to leave tonight. Are you willing to leave tonight? And I said, yes. I said, yes, I got to go. I said, give it to me. I will take it. Well, he said, here's what you got to do. It's, it's by that time, I think it's maybe 10 o'clock or 11. He said, I need to have you back here in Gainesville. You're going to have to catch the bus to Jacksonville and be at the MEP station by six or seven o'clock this afternoon. So I need to have you back here by, by five or six. And um, I said, okay, I went, went home. My mom got, got off and I, I talked to her. Um, I, first thing I went and did is talk to my girlfriend, which, who is my, my wife now, Natalie. She was working at Hardy's. And I used to joke and do just a lot of pranks and just crazy stuff. So I went and told her, I said, hey, I got some good news and bad news. She said, what's the good news? I said, good news, I got my diploma. And, um, and, and I'm going to be leaving for the Marine Corps is, is the bad news, but I'm leaving tonight. And she says, Timmy, stop playing. You know, they call me Timmy. Timmy, stop playing. You, you stop goofing off. I said, no, I'm serious. I'm leaving tonight. And she was like, ah, you just playing. She said, I'll be off at 7 o'clock, and I'll come by, and uh, we'll hang out. I said, okay, I won't be there. And she just took me as just goofing off. I used to do silly stuff like that all the time. And so I said, well, I love you. I gave her a kiss, and I left. And then I went home, and I spoke to my mom, and I told her, 
she was actually over my grandmother's house at the time. And I told them both, I said, hey, mom, I got good news, bad news. And she said, well, what, what's, the, what's the good news? I said, I got my diploma. And she was, um, she was ecstatic about it. I mean, she was so happy. And um, she said, well, what's the bad news, Timmy? And I said, the bad news, mom, is that I'm, that I'm leaving for the Marine Corps. And she said, well, that's not bad news. That's, that's great news. I said, well, I'm leaving tonight. And she said, what? I said, yes, I'm leaving tonight. And I said, Mom, I had to make a commitment. I had to make a huge commitment to change my life. And she said, um, she said, we can't even give you a party or, or anything. And I said, I said, uh, no problem. No problem. I said, I'm, I'm good. I said, I'm good. I'm, I got to do this. I got to make this commitment. I got to make this change. And uh, I gave her a kiss, and I said, I'll see you. I love you. I got a ride over to Gainesville, and I got on the bus. And we came to Jacksonville that, that night at the MEPS. And um, excuse me, Crossover Nation, um, it's one of the Biggest commitments I've ever made in my life, and it was one of the best. I got on that bus, and I went, and it was one of the best things I've ever done. Spent the night in Jacksonville. It's where I stay now, and from Jacksonville, I headed that night to Paris Island, Marine Corps. Uh, and I committed to the United States Marines. I remember getting off that bus. Yeah, we, we, we got to Paris Island late that night. We were half asleep, just about everyone on the bus. And the drill instructor comes on and he yells, get off of my bus. And we jump off and go. And we go and put our foot, our feet, please excuse me, our feet on the yellow footprints at a 45 degree angle. And from that moment on, for six, for 12 weeks, I trained and committed myself totally to the United States Marine Corps. And it changed my life. That commitment changed my life. Uh, one of the best things that I've ever did. It was a commitment that I had to make it a lot. It was a, dra a dramatic point in my life. I could go left or I could go right. And... I chose to do what I felt God wanted me to do. The Marine Corps taught me a lot of things, and one of the biggest things that it taught me was commitment and discipline. The discipline that I've learned in, in the Corps has helped me as a minister, as a man of God, as a husband, as a father, and all that I do, um, that commitment has, has been there with me. I thank God for the opportunity and then just crossing that over, that commitment and what I've learned. It's that time for, for you. Many of us have heard God speak to us in different ways. Some of us have heard God say, if you go this way, this is what's going to happen. There's some young men that's out there that 
God has let you see or there's been a, a vision that has flashed before your eyes. You know, there's a saying that the, the old men will have dreams, but the young men will see visions. But God has given you a vision. And I want to just encourage you to make the commitment to do the right thing. Make the commitment to follow whatever God is telling you to do. And you will never, ever be, or you will never, ever regret that decision. That decision and that commitment has given me life to today. It's given me the substance that I need to continue to push in every aspect of my life. As being a business owner, as being a leader, um, a director, being a father, you have to make commitments. Right now, we're, like we said, beginning of August, and a lot of us are gonna be going, kids and, and parents, and even adults are gonna be committing to school and going back to school. That's a big, a big commitment. Uh, I have two sons that are me transitioning back to actually physical school this year. And we, as a family, have to make a huge commitment to change and to support and be ready um, for this adjustment. But commitment is what you need. I'm gonna be paraphrasing. There's a, a verse in Proverbs, Proverbs 16, three, that states that if you commit your work unto God, your plans will succeed. If you commit your work to God, your plans will succeed. I want to encourage you out there across the world, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, whatever you're about to enter into in August, commit your plans and commit to it and your plans will succeed. Well, you know my saying, I have learned that success in one area of my life can be used in every area of my life. We just need to cross over. <laughs>